Now we might wonder why we have the Feast of the Holy Family. I mean, after all, don't we celebrate the Holy Family on Christmas Day and then again on Epiphany? Well, this feast is a relatively new one in the church, and it was established not because there was something missing in the calendar or to give us something to marvel about, but because of the threats to the family that our modern society proposes. This wonderful feast day, then, gives us a challenge to be more like the holy family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Well, this means that we should be exactly like the God-man, like the immaculately conceived virgin and the just man Joseph? That's a bit tough. But when I think of today's feast, I can still hear the gentle voice of Sister Mary Alico, my first grade teacher, telling us that every mother should be like Mary, every father should be like Joseph, and every child should be like Jesus. Well, with my parents' names being Mary and Joseph, and we lived in our grandparents' house, and they were Mary and Joseph, I was really double-teamed to be like Jesus. But even as a small child, I didn't feel discouraged by her words. I guess I was young or maybe foolish enough to not realize at that time how challenging family life could be. So how do we do this? How do we measure up to this challenge? I think first we need to remember that we are all called, without exception, to as individuals to be holy. In both the Old and the New Testament, God says to us, be holy as I am holy. Jesus even ups the ante when he says in the Sermon on the Mount, be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Okay, now that we have all this encouragement How do we respond to the challenge of the feast day today? Well, the challenge is not just a personal one. It's not just the individual personal call to holiness, but it's a call to be a holy family, to find and to live out our sanctification, our growth in holiness within family life itself. And all of our readings speak to this reality. That beautiful reading from Sirach has substance enough for many a homily. Whoever honors his father atones for sins. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. I especially like the phrase, My son, take care of your father when he's old. Even if his mind fails, be considerate of him. I'm getting older. That's just around the corner. Now, in our gospel, in some ways, it may seem amazing even startling. We have the story of the aged Simeon. He had been promised by God, the Holy Spirit, that he would not die until he had seen the Messiah. He's the only person in Scripture who was given that promise. No wonder when he held the child, he began to pray, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. He was ready to die. This prayer is said every night in the divine office, in the liturgy of hours. For we are all called to realize that this earth is not our lasting home. And then the story of the prophetess Anna. Eighty-four years old, 
She had been living as a widow for about 60 years. And she never left the temple, the scriptures tell us. But she worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. She was truly a woman who was filled with the Holy Spirit. But really, other than that, the story is very ordinary. It's a young couple fulfilling their religious obligations. Not even sacrificing a lamb, but only the offering of the poor, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And then they went home, probably like a number of couples that maybe even came that same day to do the same thing. So what about us? Holy families? Absolutely. To those who are married and to those who are now widowed, remember that day when before God and his people you made those holy vows. I remember well that day when I said, I, Gregory, take you, Elena, to be my wife, to have and to hold from this day forward for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, until death do us part. When we took those vows, we were promising to be holy, to be set apart. For the the word holy actually means to be different, to be different than the profane, different from the world, different from the ugly. A couple of years ago, my wife and I were startled to realize How many married couples that year in our parish were celebrating their 65th wedding anniversary that year? And to all of you who are married 50, 55, 60, 65 years and more, it is an honor to worship here with you in this holy place. Your fidelity, your openness to children, your steadfast love, fills us with awe. And without your example, we would surely give in to discouragement. And I do not exaggerate. I have to say it again. With all the threats to family life nowadays, without your example, we would give in to discouragement. And to the widows, you are our modern-day Annas. Your marital fidelity Your example of family life still resonate in our community. You are our prayer warriors. Life may be a struggle now, but we ask you to hold us up in prayer. And to all of the parents who are here, with great generosity and with fruitful love, you brought children into the world. Be holy. Call to mind the day of your children's baptism. You made solemn promises then, and I challenge you to recall them now. On that day you were asked, you have asked to have your child baptized. In doing so, you are accepting the responsibility of training him up in the practice of the faith. It will be your duty to bring him up to keep God's commandments as Christ taught us by loving God and our neighbor. Do you clearly understand what you were undertaking? And you answered, we do. Nothing, nothing, nothing is more important in your children's lives. Not food, 
and shelter, not physical health or career planning or clothing. Nothing is more important than getting them to heaven. And godparents and aunts and uncles, you have an irreplaceable role in the raising of children. Take it seriously, for it is a holy task. And children have that responsibility that if they love their parents and their brothers and their sisters, they will make their family holy. And then to everyone who is here, I give a special challenge today. Jesus tells us, when I was sick, you visited me. There are so many who are no longer here in this place because they are homebound or in a nursing home. It is a holy act to visit them because when you do so, you are visiting Christ himself. Holy families? Yes, absolutely. Of course you are holy families. Believe it. Act on it. Rejoice in it. And the world will be one for Christ.